Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. <gasps> you'll laugh. <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hello. And Matt Bradshaw. I made you louder like at a gig. Hello, mate. Hi. How's your coffee? Um, it's good. <laughs> well, no, it's, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's good. Okay. Yeah. I'm not that much of a coffee snob. I mean, I am, but... You are? But, um, you know... Because you've been here in the past where you've said, ah, oh, it's just instant, isn't it? Yeah. Do well, you know what? Um, I mean, he hasn't said it quite like that, but that's been the inference. Instant black. Hasn't been the inference. That's what I've inferred. That's what he implied. Yeah. Um, no, didn't imply. You just inferred. <laughs> um, instant coffee with milk is a very distinctive taste. Instant coffee, which is not necessarily pleasurable unless you really like it. Instant coffee, just black without milk, is it's good. It's fun. It's it's quite simply, not objectively fine. not. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Yeah. Is it strong? Uh, still a bit hot for me. Oh. I'm a bit of a pussy. Do you need some more cold in it? <laughs> Podcast gold. Good. You always wore that. Uh, uh, don't, because it's hot. I'm, I'm reliably informed. Yeah, but it would have been cool my tights. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, uh, what do you call that? The, 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 the atomization. Yeah, it would have yep. fixed everything. <laughs> like coffee for coffee for breeze. Yeah. Oh, I remember Febreze. They still sell it. I think so. Really? Did you used to have it? Yeah. What did you what? Febreze? Oh, all of the clothes. What? What? That I um gig clothes because of smoking. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so wow. When, when? What is that? Instead of washing them. Well, I only had two pairs of jeans <laughs> back then because I was poor. Okay. Um, I've got one pair of jeans now. Oh, because <laughs> you're I'm poor, fat, bro. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got eight pairs of jeans and I have one pair of jeans the same size as this but it's got a hole in the ass. so yes no um, no no I wasn't doing a hole in the ass. yeah no. Uh, no it's got a crack and a hole in the ass. um so yeah smoky gigs and <clears throat> like I have to wear the jeans the next day so I would Febreze them and leave them out you remember Talking, do you remember talking to our neighbour and our neighbour asked why after, on Friday and Saturday nights my clothes are hanging on the front doorstep? No. What? <laughs> yeah. When we lived in Corden Road. And so we had, we had neighbours? We had, remember we had, we had the two plastic green chairs that sat on the front veranda? Green? Were they green? I think they were green. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They okay. were like those. The snacky ones. Yeah, but they were green. They would sit on the front step. So I would come home at the end of the gig, take my clothes off on the doorstep. <gasps> Go in and get the Febreze, which I used to keep just inside my bedroom door, right? Spray them on the, and then leave them hanging. Yeah, right. Out on the front doorstep. And then one. <laughs> okay, you Kim, Kim Wilde. You, <laughs> you were always much better at um, getting up in the morning than I was. You, you, you were an early riser no matter what. Is that right? Yeah. And so. That's changed. You would go out and sit 
on one of the chairs and put my jeans on the other chair. What? And then they, one morning I heard it because I was like, I'd gotten up, gone to the toilet and left my door open. This is sit, all brand new information to me. They were sitting on the doorstep on the veranda and the neighbour came around and said, I just noticed um, your clothes here every weekend just kind of draped over the chairs. What's the story? And you were like, I don't know. <laughs> They're not my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, far out. There you and go. I was lying in bed going, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of that. I don't remember. That's a very specific thing for me to remember, though, because it's associated with my, me leaving clothes on the doorstep okay. and not having the conversation myself with the neighbour. I've started keeping a, a list in my phone of things I remember. Yeah, I don't mean go to work on Wednesday night, but <clears throat> random memories that come to me of when I was a kid. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I've started. So Are you going to write memoirs? Uh, no, I don't. They're not particularly interesting things, and and, and in fact, are. if uh, mainly, I also think um, they're moments of shame. They're huh. things I remember that I've that in like moments in which I have behaved poorly or done the wrong thing, or and they're the things that randomly pop into my head as I'm just going about my day. Yeah. Okay. Which is nice and feels healthy. <laughs> yeah. What kind of things are you ashamed of in childhood? Um, one thing that I wrote the other day was when I was a kid living in Indonesia and we had gone to uh, a neighbouring beach. So, so where the little, the little um, mm, village, village that we lived in um, uh, was inland because it was near the mine site that Dad worked at, and then we would, on mass on a weekend, the whole expat community would drive from the village we lived in to a nearby beachy resorty kind of thing resort. <laughs> it was Indonesia, and it was on an island that takes two and a half hours to drive from one side to the other. But anyway, so this is where I went when when I went back to yeah yeah my little yeah. island that I grew up on, um, and I went to this same beach uh, and I got stung by a jellyfish there. So I would have been six maybe. And um, I'm ashamed telling the story. Okay. So anyway, I got stung by a jellyfish and of course I'm a kid. So, you know, I'm fucking crying and it hurts yeah. and mum poured gin on it. Apparently that helps. That was better than her weeing on it, which apparently that's the other thing people say you're supposed to do. Oh. Anyway, so. So it's but a mum, frowned upon with children. Mu- yeah, and also, <laughs> and gin was easier to come by for my mum back then. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry mum. And uh, my dad in the process of trying to save me because I've, you know, been stung by this jellyfish and I've had a big fucking yell and yeah. um, got stung on the toe and Mum was telling me to be quiet. Shh, it'll be okay. Your dad got stung as well. And I said, good. <laughs> Why are you ashamed of that? Because that's fucking awful. You were six. Yeah, no, but what a little bastard. Well, but but you, you were probably more along the lines of, good, you didn't feel left out. Mm. I, I don't, I mean, what was I thinking? Yeah, little kids. Because it wasn't that. Well, here's the thing. You didn't just go there of your own volition, did you? Your parents made you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, no kids, I, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me feel better. Blo- under the guise of being funny. They're fucking kids everywhere. When 
uh, kids are like, why no. do I have to leave my nice little space that I've created in my uh, house because you want to go somewhere on the weekend? They don't anymore. Now the kids run everything. Well, because now the parents want to be their kids' best mate. Fuck it. We're going to go to this this barbecue at, at Knickknack's house down the down the road, and and the kid says, "No, I want to stay here and play my Nintendo Switch, which, by the way, is portable. You take it to the thing. Only don't take it to the thing, you little fucker. But anyway, no, no, okay, all right then, Jackson with two X's, we'll we'll stay here. <laughs> Fucking thing. Yeah." Stop being your fucking kid's best mate and be a parent and drag them places they don't want to go yeah. and fucking learn them about teaches, how the world is. Teaches you how to be ashamed as an adult. Because <laughs> look at me. This was my dinner last night. Beer and ice cream. Yep. On a stick. Yep. What an ingenious discovery. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really want ice cream, but I want to walk around with it. But cones get soggy. Put it on a stick. I hate cones. I, what? I, I ice cream cones? Yeah. Wh- why? Because wafer is waffle. No, waffle <laughs> is good. It's different to wafer. Um, I fucking hate wafers. What is wrong with you? I hate wafers. Wafer biscuits? Hang Fuck on. off. You've now gone wafer. Pass. <laughs> Point. <laughs> Way further than you thought I was going yeah. to. No, bad. What do you mean? Wafers are shit. They don't. They don't. They don't do anything. They don't. Well, this is another thing that your parents have got wrong. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Because if you don't grow up having wafers, what kind of childhood do you have? Parents of today. Well, take this note. do you know in Indonesia where I grew up, or spent a lot of time in in the in the wafer years. Um, what would you, would you do if I, <laughs> um, in the wafer years, I, uh, not to be confused with the, with the football. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. I was thinking of the, uh, wafer world cup, but go on. Oh, yep, very good. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, uh, wafers were probably a biscuity confectionery thing that was probably more readily available given Indonesia. Cause they, yeah, they, they didn't do biscuits. Yeah. Well, maybe they probably did do biscuits, bickies, but it was more like wafers and stuff because they're kind of they're they're really they're really sweet, but they're kind of like I don't know, I don't know, I can't. Anyway, they're shit. Wafers, shit. Wrong. Give me an ice cream sundae and then ruin it by oh, you're gonna love this. One, putting a wafer in it. Two, sticking nuts on top of it. Fuck off with your peanuts. Don't stick your fucking peanuts all over my stuff. Shit. Oh, mate. I worry about you sometimes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the ele- elevated voice or the or the kind of manic tirade. It's the things that inspire them. Well, my life is idyllic in most ways, so I've got very little to complain about. There's wafers, nuts, and Donald Trump, and that's pretty well it. Everything else is fine. I think it's really funny that the last one bothers you at all, given how far away you live from him. We don't live far away from him. We do. We live very close to him. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is pretty well next door. I don't think it is, mate. We, you live on Colborough Avenue. Oh, shit. We, oh, no. What if there's stalkers on the podcast? Oh, there's yeah. Not. That yeah. wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. Anyway, let's move on. 
Let's man. talk something else. Hey, if you're in Indonesia, would you be allowed to just Wait, say hang on a second. Did Indonesia? you just say, let's talk something else? Yeah. Did you, though? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Did you mean to? No. Ah, fuck it. No. All right, then. That's good. Um, no, because that would mean that I would try to word, let's talk. But yeah. no, I'm not that clever. Um, could you could you say Indonesia instead of saying in Indonesia? Would it be a word that was allowable? No. When it was Indonesia? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, so you know how I'm doing this, uh, try to write a song every week, Duvalaki, mm-hmm. right? So I thought, what if I record... There is no try. Well, currently I am writing a song every week, so yes. it's working out well. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought what I'd do is I'd make a collection of, like I'd record the songs and every two months put like a little collection out, mm. right? And I thought, what better way to do this mm. and to name it with a word convention... Mm-hmm. So the first one could be February. That's good. Yeah. The next one would, would be April. Oh, April's good. Yeah. The next one would be June. Okay. <laughs> the next one would be August. Just before you go on any further, yeah. I can't think of what the next two months are without going through them in my head. So you're getting to them faster than I can make them up I in have my head. Down. Yeah, I know. But yeah. uh, May, June, June Moon, June, July. August. J- Oh, yeah, George. Fuck, you've already done that one. Yes. So- October. September. October? October's funnier, Soctober's surely. way better, you're right. <laughs> See, it was good. We, okay. Good to... Uh, and then my favourite of all... Oh, yeah? Yeah, November. <laughs> oh. Yeah. As distinct from November. Or December. Yeah. <laughs> no. What? Well, November is still a word of November and December. Is it? Well, yeah, it's November. Amber. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's not, but it is. All oh, right. You so get what I'm not. saying? I thought you said it was. Well, it is. But you... in my head, November is the part of November, and Amber is the end of December. Oh, okay. So yes, correct. If yeah. we're basing everything in your head, so yes, it is. Don't base everything in my head. <laughs> I won't. It's not you big enough like to fit at all. I'll drop it. Mm. <sighs> Storms are coming. Sounds like storms are here. And Scritchy hasn't realised yet. She's in her bean bag. Oh, it's because I'm She knows she's safe. Yeah, do you know? In the I... sense of the thing that could scare her the most is me and she knows I'm here. So, yeah, what's she got to worry about? Well, you're not walking around and that's generally the thing that scares yeah. her the most about you because you're quite thumpy. Clobbery shoes. Yeah. I'm only thumpy because I have clobbery shoes. If I was to take the shoes off, I don't thump walk. Don't you? Don't, don't, don't. Do no? I'm no, I'm very soft on the floorboards type walker. Mm. Mm. Hey, I think my English girlfriend's got a new boyfriend. That's a song, isn't it? It's maybe I be. should. It's maybe I should do that. Week. I should do that. The English. I didn't realise I had an English girlfriend. Neither did you. What? Been three months apparently. She just messaged. Hang on. You've had an English girlfriend for three months? No, no, I had an English girlfriend since, uh, when was I in, when was I in London? Oh, so you had an English girlfriend while you were in London? Mm. Yeah, okay. Oh. This is hard for me to follow. Oh. Uh, You know what? It's hard for him to follow. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's better than that for him to follow hard. Oh, what? No. What's happening? I don't know. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, that, that was, um, that was a bit of a revelation. 
I'm okay you, about it. How do you feel about this? I'm okay. You okay? I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, it took us 20 years to get it together the first time. Well, so. can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Does she feel as close to you as Donald Trump does? <laughs> as Donald Trump feels close to me. No, I mean, like, you know, their houses. It's different. I'm speaking metaphorically. Obviously, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue isn't actually next door. When I said feel, Dom. clearly I meant metaphorically as well. Metaphorically feeling. Feelings are metaphorical. Okay. Feelings are metaphorical and that should be your new song. <laughs> do you have people saying that to you all the time? No, no one gives a fuck about my project. What the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> <clears throat> I realised this morning as I was watching your newest one, mm. uh, which is called Wicked Things, and it's good. Oh, thank you. Um, that I had been... I can't, I can't think of what platform. I guess I was watching them. Maybe I was watching them on Facebook mm. and not YouTube. So today I, I, um, I liked them all on, on YouTube. On the YouTube? Yeah. Mm. I don't think I liked them all. I mean, I do like them all. I, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I metaphorically liked them all, yes. but I didn't, I didn't physically like them all. Or, or is that virtual? Well, it's a lot of um, <clears throat> clicking. Well, I think physically if you have to click a button. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you okay. Have to there. Yeah, but, you know, I... I, is that that's important for the analytics, isn't it? Oh, I assume so. Yeah, how things work. Anyway, so jump on Dom's YouTube page, subscribe, mm, like, it, and please. subscribe. Um, Dom Italiano Music on Facebook, and yes, and on and on the YouTubes, and okay. on the Instagrams, and on the Instagrams, and don't even bother with <clears throat> Twitter because that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I've got quite a few followers on, on Twitter, but I don't think they're real. Mm. I don't know what quite a few is. It's not Stephen Fry territory. Right. It's not even Melania Trump territory. I don't know it's, if Melania Trump's got a I can't quite Twitter get my account. head around Twitter can in the sense Can she speak English? Can she? Mm. I don't know. She can if she's borrowed all the stuff from Michelle Obama, certainly. Uh, she certainly has done such things. Just, but then again, it's all they all say each other's shit anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not word for word they don't. Oh well, true. Anyway, go on. Um I was actually I was watching something recently about how um they were ripping into some Donald Trump thing, like he was some speech that he did, and they'd taken um CNN and someone else, like, responses to what he'd said and then found footage of Barack Obama saying exactly the same ah, stuff and yeah, then okay. seeing their responses to what he said there and just yep. saying how, like, you know, news organisations are just, you know, they're just ridiculous, oh. um, which, you know, reasonable assertion there. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and, um, um, what was we talking about? What, we oh, were yeah, talking the about your project. Stuff. Yeah, the, um, yeah. Um, I, th- I think it all, all matters. Like, for instance, what I notice in if I post something, if I post something at about eight o'clock, um, it gets more response because I feel like people are just sitting around kind of thumbing through their phone at that time. At eight o'clock at uh, night. Yeah, just about. If I post after eight o'clock, or you know, around about nine o'clock, yep. it gets less. Yeah, yeah. But because it's all about. It'll show up in a feed of someone who generally comments or reacts to something I post. And if they don't comment or react to it based on whatever, 
then it gets shown in less people speed. So the, if it within the first sort of 20 minutes, mm. if a bunch of people go, ah, mm. it gets shown to more people and mm. it, like it steamrolls. Yeah. But it's that there's always that testing ground and if it doesn't get around, reaction. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, it um, <clears throat> because the animal is built to sell things. Mm. So if something gets a little bit of traction, they try to give it more traction. So then yep. it gets more traction. And yeah, because they want to keep you. They want to keep you on the platform. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, it's been really interesting project so far. But trying to come up with something new, newish, because all my stuff is kind of the same. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just so, you certainly yeah. have a style. Of course, you do. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. That's <clears throat> um, why so when I do write songs, people say it sounds like it should be the outro to an eighties movie. Eighteen <laughs> eighties? <1880s? sighs> yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> no, I just, I just don't understand it. Oh, just you know, people say the eighties like it was uh, like the only eighties there ever was was the nineteen eighties, and you know, a bit like. Real cream. Yeah. Things existed before we was born, do yeah, we know? No, but the highway to the danger zone in the eighteen eighties was not the same one. It wasn't in a jet. It was No. Why was seen... the highway to the danger zone in a jet? That's ridiculous. I've only just why well, I've only just it actually should be a covered wagon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hang on. Yeah, go I'm on. just trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to picture when it appears in the film. Apparently Alf is flying the other plane. <laughs> That'd be good. Have you seen the trailer? No, Goosey! What? Have you seen the trailer for the new one? The new what? The new Top Gun. No. Oh, my God. It looks phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the premise is... Who's in it? Tom Cruise. He's fuck? He's still Maverick. No. He's still a fighter pilot. No. Right? But he's like, so the um, Ed Harris is in it, right? And he's he's kind of he's always a police person, isn't he? Um, yeah, or a terrorist type character. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's a clearly. Does he look like William Hurt? Yeah, but really skinny. But that's skeletal, what I mean. Skeletal. Bird. Okay, good. Yeah, yep, yeah. good. Um, so he's in the trailer. He's sort of saying, you know, Maverick. You know, you should have been a colonel by now, but you're still. Like he's still captain, you're only captain because oh, he keeps God. getting demoted because he's like he's he's like okay. such a bad guy. Um, no, I mean that sounds terrible. No man, the trailer. <laughs> I'm sure you should see the trailer. The, the footage is outrageous. Like it's Tom Cruise flying a, flying a fucking jet, and is he actually doing it? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, he's fucking good, isn't he? He's unreal. That last ridiculously stupid and almost so stupid, hard to enjoy. No, um, I won't have it. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Fucking great. Um, no, not Ghost Protocol. Was it? Was that the last one? Wasn't that the last one? Wasn't the one where he's flying the helicopter? <coughs> yeah, isn't yeah, that the one? Yeah, okay. Well, then that one. And the whole Mission last- Mission Impossible 17. Yeah, something like that. The whole thing is flying the helicopter. It's him. Yes. It's fucking stupid. Unreal. And it's only because it's Tom Cruise that they even let him. Like, there must be a tipping point in Hollywood where they say, no, Ed Harris- you're not allowed to because you might fall out and kill yourself. I also, Whereas Tom Cruise says, I fucking produced this thing. I'm going to fly the damn helicopter. Yeah, I also think it's it's that other people wouldn't try. I don't think there'd be a lot of actors going, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, no worries. Like, 
I think he's got to the point where he's, you know, he's a pilot. He can fly this. He can do this. <laughs> like he's in his spare time. Yeah. He learns to do all the stuff. Um, even that stupid, uh, stupid, um, not School of Rock. What's that dumb Rock of Ages thing? Oh yeah. Um, that he did the vocals. Like he spent. <laughs> Apparently he was like years and years of vocal training for at some point he'd probably do some singing in a film. So he's just getting ready for it. <laughs> like, this is I can't thing. remember, was it, was it any good? Rock of Ages? Yeah. No, it was as bad as the actual theatre show. No, no, but was his were, were his vocals any good? Well, they were as good as any rock singer from the 80s. Well, now, don't, <laughs> come on. They Stop were that. heavily um, edited. Okay. As to be expected. Okay, right. But did still someone's voice being able to make some noises. Was it better than Russell Crowe in Les Miserables? Which, which was live? Uh, I don't really remember watching it. No, I don't think I, I watched it. And I've seen so, Rock of Ages and I don't remember anything about it. Um, <coughs> Rock of Ages is terrible. And, and my goddaughter was in a, a local production of the stage show, which was terrifying for me because it's rude. Oh, yeah. But she's, yeah. she's an adult now, man. Yeah, but she wasn't then. How old was she then? 18. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hey, look, my ankle's finally healing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. That's my barley show injury. The, um, show the folks on the camera, well, I don't... on the you know podcast. Oh, they can't. Right. Believe me, everyone who's listening, you don't want to see it. Ah, look, it's good. Here you go for camera people. By the way, this is my yoga pose. Called Bali injury. Should be the, your um, profile pic. <laughs> your submission to the uh, the Kevin Smith scriptwriting competition. There's a Kevin Smith scriptwriting competition. No, but if it was, you could go. You could do yoga poses. Oh fuck! I missed it. Well yeah. done. Thanks. Yeah, that's abstract. Re- that's really good. Yeah. I actually haven't seen the film. Neither. Yeah. I. I, yeah. I, I mm. Do you know he's producing the new He Man? Movie, I think, or TV series. Okay. Yeah. Um, has has the new the new <laughs> has 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 the new new new. This is is this your new song? <laughs> <laughs> has 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 the new new new. Um, has 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 the new new new. The the <laughs> new like the Kevin of, Smith film sounds has like the end of an eighties movie hasn't come out. Out yet, has it? Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, a, a Jay and Silent Bob oh, reboot. I, no, I don't know. I haven't seen it come out. Do you know anything about it? No. So remember Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yes. You know where they find out that, that they've that Hollywood is making a movie about them? Yeah. And so they go to Hollywood to try to stop it being made? <laughs> That's what the plot of this film is as well. Brilliant. They find out that they're going to reboot Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> So they go. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so good. It's brilliant. And he's doing a new Morats film as well. Uh, probably another Clerks. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Why not? It's Why his, not? It's his stuff. He made it up. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, we, it's yeah. unreal. It yeah. is. If, uh, I told you before, I, I, I find him really inspirational. I just he, this. Actually, as I, in his 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 <sighs> timeline, I well, find I was say, inspirational. It's his work ethic, and it's that you know he's always doing something, and 
sometimes what he does is amazing and sometimes what he does is rubbish, but it doesn't matter because he's always doing something. I still liked right? Tusk. I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. And it is a little bit the whole point of me trying to write a song every week as, as well, like that idea of like just be productive, <laughs> right? I just see – this is not a um, – I'm not judging people negatively, but like on my feed and I'm, I follow a lot of musicians – independent musicians Australian and overseas as well and they might put out a record every three years and the rest of the time they're touring and they're doing they're doing gigs and they're working their ass off mm. right but they're almost everything they do um, location wise alienates almost everyone who might be interested so they might and what I mean by that's like I've got a gig in Yarraville so people Central to Yarraville could go there, mm. right? But then their next gigs in Mildura, mm. right? But the way social media works is that <clears throat> they'll post about the gig in Mildura, which almost no one could go to apart from people in Mildura. Mm. But their feed is constantly like I understand like that's the nature of social media. You want to be seen to be doing stuff, right? But what they're actually there to do to perform with the things that they create, they're not creating very much or very often. They're, they're doing it every couple of years and okay. then spending the rest of the time going out and playing around. And playing places that you can't go to well, more the, often the than not. Well, the audience can't go to. Yeah, no. So most of their audience can't go, go, yeah, can't yeah. go to stuff. So when, <clears throat> That's what I meant. You yeah. were the audience, so except when, if when, you live in Mildura. Well, so when your favourite band goes on tour, like unless you, you're rich and you're super, you know, stalky, mm -hmm. you can't really go. Mm to almost anything. Mm. But then you hear about it all the time. And so then when, when eventually, if, you know, they do come and play near you, mm. most people still can't go because of their life, you know. Mm. And it's, I th actually think if someone like Kevin Smith, for example, like what I see is like, he's like, you don't have to come. You don't have to watch. You don't have to listen. I'm doing something anyway. I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it anyway. Like it's important for me to make the stuff. Not for you to to care about it so much. I'm not sure I'm trying to. I'm not sure I'm getting across from my point. I think my point You're is definitely not right. I think my point is, and I assume that you saying that is in reaction to my furrowed brow. Well, my brow was furrowed. <laughs> oh, it's all right. We can push that. How long? Probably not long. No, probably not long. Um, Forgive the blank space, Taylor Swift. It'll be okay. Here's my point. I think, in particular, musicians talk about how important it is for them to create their art and share it, right? But they don't necessarily create very much art. And the way they share it is by going to do gigs, which excludes almost everybody yep. who might be interested in their art. They can't go. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do gigs and you shouldn't go touring. No, of course right? not. But it's like, but for me, it's like, actually, I, and I want to do gigs and do some tours and whatnot, but I don't want it to be this situation where I spend all my time, and this is what I believe most musos do, spend all the time on their computer doing the admin to organise their gigs and their tours, not creating anything. Yep. Just creating a timeline to go and do stuff, to go, yeah. and, get to, to go and get to play. Yeah, to to make enough money to create some more art, though. Well, here's the thing. That 
I don't actually think that's how it works in a sense of those original gigs that you're driving six hours to go and do for $300. Like if what you wanted to do is earn money to help yeah, create your art, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. do that, right? So it's it's very convoluted, um, complex and conflicting situation to be, say, a creative musician. Um, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like I could easily fall into the trap of what I see a lot of other not to say it's a trap, into the situation that I see a lot of other people doing when I, I actually watch them play and I go, ah, oh, you don't get to play music very much because you're in this situation where you got, you're trying to book a gig and it's got to be this type of venue and on this kind of timeline. And so you're doing 40 gigs a year maybe, which maybe isn't enough for you to really nail what it's like to play that song in different situations. Yeah. Right. Um, but you spend so much time trying to get, the, you know, doing the admin to get the gig and yeah. to um, chase up this and chase up that, that they don't even get to play their music very much. Sure. So they don't get to create very much and they don't get to play very much. Okay. Either. Mm. Um, and that I think is what I hear when, when I hear a lot of musicians talk about how frustrated they are and oh, it's so hard, you know, it's like, I did not whine, you know, it is hard because mm. that, that highway is not really playing very much and not really around people that might be interested in what you're doing because you're trying to book things here and there everywhere. and it's not creating, it's just bookwork and admin mm. and it's really frustrating. Mm. So, I'm trying to avoid that by going, you know what, something's got to give and what's got to give is I'm, I'm not going to, like I'm not going to spend all my time trying to get gigs here and there and everywhere because what I actually really think is valuable for, for me is to actually make music. Mm. Um, and then occasionally I will do some gigs and I figure like I could take that 10 hours a week of admin that I would try and on the phone to an agent here and, and book this and, you know, do posters for it and all that kind of stuff and just write some songs. Yeah. Because that's important. Okay. Okay. Because be, if I don't write the songs, I'll be frustrated because every, if I, but then again, if I've got a gig, I'll have some songs I can play at the gig. Yeah. That are new. And I just hear so I was like, oh, I haven't been able to do any writing because I've just been so busy touring. And they have. Like, I'm not like, it's, it's crazy. Australia is such a hard place too. To, to do that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's fires and floods to start. There's what, sorry? Fires and floods. Yeah, particularly in January, a lot of people had to cancel a lot of stuff. Mm. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. It's interesting. Back to the game. So I see someone like that oh, right, just okay. going bang, 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 making stuff, and it's like awesome. Mm. And he can make things that, like, oh, maybe he's not stretching that far away from... It's like, he doesn't doesn't care. He's just making stuff he wants to make. Yep. Yeah. With the people he wants to with make it with. the people he wants to make it with. And yep. that's kind of my... I know, Andy, what I want to preposition. It's okay. Yeah. Mm. He's... It's all right. Like, I don't have to play at the Queen's 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 whatever it is. Oh, no. Or you don't have to play there. I don't have to be on a festival. It's too hard to say. Like, you know, like, I, you don't have to to be there and because the next step in your career is this, this, and this. It's like, oh, the next step in your career is writing songs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Because I think, but the, okay. I want to clarify, I think what people get most frustrated, musician, creative musicians get most frustrated about is that they don't have time to make music. Sure. Because of all that other stuff. Yeah. Like, I, okay, well then. That makes perfect sense. Don't do that other stuff. Make yep. the music. Because yeah. I don't have time for all that other stuff. I think he's talking to me. No, I'm not. I'm talking to you because we're having the conversation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm inferring that you're talking to me. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. The festival thing that the fact that you singled that out is interesting to me because the festival thing, doing a festival gig is surely a promotion opportunity. It's where you get to showcase what you've been working on to a bigger audience to hopefully gain some new fans and followers. Yeah? Mm. So that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and and it, it makes sense. But I, I'll, I want to clarify that it absolutely makes sense to want to go, to the, go and do those things, right? But it takes, look, other than just going to do them, but it takes that much work and effort to try to get onto them. And, yeah, no, I, I, and, I understand what you're you know, saying. It's like, and it's like, oh, well, you, you know, have you done any touring before? Yeah. You know, have you done, and where have you done it? And blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It's like, shh. And, and I, of course, for people who book and festivals and stuff, yeah, they want to know all that because they don't want to book shit accident mm. experience, which, you know, they will anyway because that's just the, <laughs> the nature of the music business. Yep. It is important to go and play those things if you want to expand your audience and whatnot. And it's a great money-making exercise because although you generally get paid shit at festivals, right, if you've got merch and CDs and whatnot, yep. you know, festival goers pay. Which is um, kind of the touring, the, 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 the big band touring model as well these days. They don't, like, they make their money from merch. Oh, yeah, I think the big bands make a hell of a chunk of change off well, the ticket price. the big, big yeah. bands, yes. Yeah. 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 Kiss, um, uh, uh, I read a Polestar article yesterday. Kiss um, on their End of the Road tour are making... They're, they're getting, on average, um, over 12,000 people at their shows mm-hmm. uh, and they're making um, over a million dollars a show. And they do, they're, they're touring for three years. Yeah. <laughs> and they're paying their side guys $30,000 a show. I don't know if that's true anymore. That's probably not true. Yeah, how's that? <sighs> um, and so, yes, it's important to do all that stuff. But it still doesn't alleviate the common musician um, complaint of I don't get to make music sure. very often, and you 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 just I just believe that you need to work out what you prepared to not do, and mm-hmm. of course that's the modern conundrum for anyone. What am I prepared to not do? I mean, so many people, you know, just jam everything they possibly can into their their day, and then they still don't have enough time to do the things they want to do because they want to do more things and the day can give you. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Mm. <laughs> Most people want to do more things, don't they? Yeah, I think so. I think most people want to do, you know... I'm not re- talking about creative types. I mean, no, everyone just... wants to do more things. Well, well, I think most people want to do less things. Because I really, I, yeah. Well, and what I mean by that is most people's day is filled up with stuff that they don't want to do. Sure, okay. Right, so they want to do less things. 
so they can do something they want to do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But they want to do more things they want to do because okay. they don't get to do it because they're distracted by a whole bunch of stuff they don't really want to do. I got, yeah. I mean, the reason for my question is I was just trying to uh, um, uh, normalise my own existence as in comparison to the rest of society, the, the bit that's around me and then the wider bit and then the worldwide thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I always want to do more things. Pretty well, most of what I do is enjoyable. And I, I am incredibly fortunate that I get to do more things that I enjoy doing and get offered more things to do that I like doing. But that's clearly not everyone's life at all, is it? Um, no. Hmm. So, lucky me. That's the takeaway. I, I think you... <laughs> my observation of your life is that, yes, all that stuff happens, but I think there are things that you really want to do that you don't do because... That's absolutely true. Of because course Because you get asked to do stuff that you go, oh, okay. And often, and you a lot more than anyone else I know, often people who... This would not happen to you if you had a partner. I no? Mean, no. I don't think people would ask you to do as much stuff if you had a partner. I mm. think people people ask you, I think there is a there is something about the types of things you get asked to do and probably by the, the types of people too, that there's something about you. You have conceptually an availability that someone sure. who isn't, yeah, that's certainly true. Anchored down, so they won't feel there's something. It's quite. I believe it's quite subconscious because when I was single, I got asked to do a whole bunch of stuff that, like, I just don't get asked to anymore. Oh, okay. And and I think there's an element of that where maybe maybe there's an energy that you send out to the world that says, "Hey, I'm around to do stuff." Uh, no, uh, well, for for I can I can tell you that my experience is not that that I have always been. I don't the, – the only difference has been that I get asked to do these things but I would run it by someone else to make sure that it was okay. Yeah, but I, I would say, and I hope this um, I hope this is okay for me to say. No, I hope it is too. Um, Fucking watch yourself. No. I, I, mate. I would, I, would, I would say that when you have had a partner, there have been – it hasn't been super-duper obvious. Oh yeah, no, that's true. And so there would be people that, okay, no, that people would make an assumption because you because you are not the kind of person who to people that you aren't very close to you don't generally talk about your personal life. No. And so there would be people who just would over all the years I've known you have probably just assumed that you're single hmm. um, when you haven't been for most even more than half of those years. Mm-mm. More than half of those years, you more been. than half of them. Yeah, but there would be people who just inquire on you and put pressure on you. Your time. Okay, that's it. Yeah, all right, all right. That's good. Right, that's fair enough. Um, so the idea that you, well, you, you know, he doesn't have any, there would be people who go, he doesn't have any commitments. Mm. Like, and, and those people are also the type of people that want to get close to someone who doesn't have commitments. Mm. 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 Okay. Interesting. And it is, if it comes around about, if it's related to my previous conversation about, you know, the, the 
artists who are you know trying to forge a career for themselves and always lament that they don't have enough time to create um who just so happen to watch as much television and, and movies as you and i do um or more um is that you you it's very very difficult to say no to things that seem like it would be fun to do mm. in lieu of a project that you want to do but you have to completely drive when you have yeah, to yeah, completely yeah. drive your own project 100 mate um it takes a lot more energy than just saying yes to whatever someone else wants you to even if that thing is going to take a crazy yep. amount of time and generally it Geez, in in the best of all scenarios that you would get positive feedback from the project that you're working on, the only place you get it is from yourself as you sort of keep forging forward with that, with your own momentum hmm. to, to get over the, the inertia, which is naturally that it, it stalls. The only time you really get the positive feedback, which hopefully you do get, is when the project's completed. Yeah. When other people get to hear it. Yep. And which is also um, the great thing about something like, well, for an artist, it's social media now is that you can you can have a project and share the steps on the way. Yep. And and get get feedback on the steps on the way, hmm. um, which is really really cool. Because other, you know, otherwise you yeah, otherwise well, I mean, you end up being the guy that's been recording his album for five years. Yeah. Have, has he? Like, how do we know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, and it's not just yeah. I mean, I said positive feedback, but it's not just about positive feedback. It's just it, it's it's certainly if you if you already have a fan base, it's also just letting these people know that you are creating stuff, that you are doing something, and and working towards something. I mean, that's nice for people to know, particularly if they're helping to fund it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And there's I think there is something too that um, over the years I have learnt because I've written lots of songs and shared them is like. The songs that I like are the people that I like. And the songs that I've written and just kind of gone, oh, well, that is, they're like, oh, that's my favourite song of yours. You're like, what? Really? And, and of course, you don't say it in that way, but you're in your brain of like, like wow, I'm kind of embarrassed by that song. But it, if, which is also a really nice thing about writing a song every week because you might write someone's new favourite song and you'll never play it again or you won't think it's worth playing mm-hmm. until they say, can you play it at my 50th birthday party? It's my favourite song. Mm. And which it's happened to me. You go, well, I better learn it then because yeah, yeah. like the only time I ever played it was when I recorded it and I didn't really like it that much, but so I never played it again. So, <sighs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The storm's come for nothing, by the way. Blue oh, skies again outside. It's moved away. And moved Scritchy's gone to sleep. Oof. Oof. <laughs> what are you up to today? Uh, I'm going to Andrew Swift's house to write a song. Great. Where's Andrew Smith live? Andrew Swift lives. Oh, Swift. Yeah, sorry, I mumble apparently. Um, he lives in. Oh, I can tell you. I won't tell you his address, but I can tell you the suburb. The suburb is. Ow! Ow! Something bad just happened to me. Were you okay? No. Oh, don't be. Not okay, mate. Okay, I won't do that again that I did to my finger. That was bad. I don't want places of interest. <laughs> Berwick. It's 33 minutes from here. Berwick. Oh, whatever. It's my mum's maiden name. Berwick? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does she pronounce it Berwick or No, Berwick. Berwick. Oh. Why is it Berwick? Like Warwick. I would say Warwick. Well, you'd be an idiot. <laughs> I am an idiot. <laughs> God. Yeah. All right. 
Well, have a lovely day songwriting. Thanks. Forge ahead. Hey, it's my mum's birthday. Oh, the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's mum's, cute. Yeah, she's not the fuck. She's my mum. Speak to her oh, like that. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, uh, uh, mum uh, listens to our podcast. I know. Happy birthday. I'm sorry for all the swears. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's ridiculous. I love it. Um, I I catch up with mum every couple of days or so, oh, either by the phone or just in presence. Such and a she good son. Always comments on this week's podcast Does and she? how Matt's laugh makes her laugh. Oh, okay, that's good. Yep. And oh, I was a bit worried about Matt. Is he okay? Because oh. like, he's always some like you know, she really listens and okay. she thinks we're good. Ah, uh, well, happy cake day, Trace. Mm. I love you. I haven't seen you for ages. Happy Cake Trays Day would be a different <laughs> Happy blessing. Cake Trays Day. Yeah. <laughs> we bought two Cake Trays tins last night. Did you? Yeah. I, I left a Tupperware container uh, that someone gave me my birthday cake in last year on her doorstep uh, just last week. Oh, you should have waited till um, the end of June. So she can be reminded to fill it up yeah, again two point. weeks later. Good point. I didn't tell her I was doing it, but I got a thank you message from oh, her good. later that evening when she got home from work. Very good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tupperware, oh, yes. thing, uh, new movie Richard Jewell, the new Clint Eastwood film. Okay. You would really like it. Okay. What's the film called? Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. As in? Oh, that or? Wrapped around your finger? Pronounced the same way. What's? Not. Jewel and Jewel. Oh, oh that's Jewel. Yes. Jewel. I mean, <laughs> I challenge you to a Jewel. Not terrible. Yeah, we would know what we were talking about. Yeah, that's what my mum calls herself. Jewel. Jewel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my mum's name's Julie. Right. Uh, she spells her shortened name J-O-O-L. Jewel. <laughs> Always has. I love it. Funny, isn't it? So funny. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And years ago, um, when my parents had a cleaner, well, they have a cleaner again now because they're, they're geriatric, but um, when they had a cleaner because mum and dad both worked, um, she used to pronounce my mum's name, Julie, like it's spelled. Yeah. And my mum would say, it's so funny the way she calls me Julie. It's like, is she, what the, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. It's Julie. Bloody Tasmanians. You do realise that... I'm not. You do exactly the same. No, I don't. <laughs> it's so funny how this happens. It's such a you thing to do. Shut up. <laughs> See? Get your... Shut <laughs> Go write your song. I'm going. What's now, it going to be about? No idea. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Uh, he's got... He's getting ready for a new album, so uh, it might end up on a new album. It might not. Mm-hmm. That was an inverse whistle. Yeah, it was. That was very, very good. Thanks, man. That's good. I can't even out verse whistle. Out verse. Yeah. Good. <sighs> Have a lovely day. Thanks for watching. Slide. If you watched, if you didn't, Slide you know biscuits. what to do. I'm hungry, actually. I want some biscuits. I've got biscuits. Oh. I don't got biscuits. The wafers? Fuck you. I mean, I love you, <laughs> but I hate your waferness. <laughs> All right. Let's Bye. go and be... Um, out in the world. Okay. Bye. Bye.